I'm Renee. And I'm Anthony. Welcome to Blue Soul Chats, a podcast that bridges the gap between science and spirituality. We connect the higher levels of consciousness to bring forth divine energies to teach ancient wisdom and to heal. Your journey to getting connected to your soul and all that is starts here. I want to say that these are personal friends of mine and they only live about two miles away. So that's wonderful to, to have somebody so close, but then in virtual land so far away. <laughs> um, during this powerful session with Renee Bladet, Baguette? Baguette. Baguette and Anthony. I think I see sounds like champagne or champagne. Champagne. Right, my friend. <laughs> champagne. Yeah, a little little toast <laughs> for you. Champagne. <laughs> of Blue Soul Earth. You'll be able to interact with the guides they channel, learn how they trust their own intuitive abilities, and expand your consciousness. You'll also experience powerful healing energy to bring your auric field into harmony and coherence, as well as conduct other attendees as a whole to the higher frequency and peaceful state of mind. And do we have until about 3.15? And okay. toward the end, if you want to open up for Q&A, do you like the cameras on or off for the for the guests? What oh, we love it. We'd love to see people. We're yeah. very, we're very um, you know, those of us, we see a few people here who um, do our courses and we love to see people. Yeah, it's like family. We ask you, turn your cameras on and so we can see your <laughs> shining, beautiful faces. Yay. And let you guys take it over from here. Thanks. Thank you. Yay, thank you, Ken. Yeah, we love Ken's work and have been going to New Living Expo before we were friends, actually, before we really knew each other. So longtime fans, and we're blessed to now be living near um, Ken and Corinna. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us on. And today, um, you know, just a little bit about, um, you know, our work in two minutes before we get uh, before we kick off. So we do, uh, we channel, um, as you saw from the, uh, the title of the talk, right? So we do channel the Ascended Masters, as well as other guides. And we also do a lot of healing work, as well as teaching through our study with spirit courses and workshops. Um, we also do a mentorship program, and we do spiritual retreats to sacred uh, destinations. So um, we can include some links at the end of all this. Um, for you guys to kind of get in touch and see what we're doing. And one of the reasons why of all the things that we do, right, and of all the things that we teach and channel that we decided to focus on the soul and the quantum aspects of our soul today is because it interests us (laughs) a lot. Like, you know, there's just, it just seems like the layer of onions that get peeled back when our guides teach us about the soul, it seems to be more profound than anything else we do. So do you want to speak to that a little bit? <laughs> well, I want to speak about a little bit about how we channel, first of all, yeah. because it's 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 really unique in a sense yes. that yes. Um, the energies don't just come through me or in me. They really will come into both of Renee's auric field and my auric field. And that's how they interact. Without Renee, it's very difficult for me to channel. So Renee is uh, just the equal a part of this session of the channeling as I am. Without her, I cannot do the work. 
And you'll see that when they come into both of us, how they're interacting with Renee and they refer, they will refer to her as Gaia. And you'll see the play back and forth of these energies going back and forth from masculine and feminine. And it's really unique. And I think uh, it's yeah. just in that process, yeah. however, um, Anthony's physical body is the only one that will appear to be altered. Right. Um, yeah. So again, we call them the ascended masters, but th because that's the name that we gave them, but they'll say that they are the same more as than that, more beyond, than that. beyond yeah. just that, beyond just that. So, so I just want everyone to keep that in mind. Yeah. Keep that in mind that, um, the collective group of energies that we channel do extend beyond the ascended masters. And as you'll learn, as we kind of, um, walk you through a little bit about the quantum aspects of our soul, you'll see that our guides are also part of our higher self. Our higher self is part of our guides and yes. vice versa. So that's sort of the cool aspect of So they'll, you can always ask questions to them about that as well, but. Yeah, so uh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Let's get started. Yeah, let's get started. <laughs> frick and frack. Sometimes we refer to ourselves as frick and frack. <laughs> So really, what is the what is the quantum aspect of the soul? Well, yeah. So first, what we're going to do is go through an overview of the quantum aspects of the soul for about 20 ish yeah. minutes or so. And then the rest of the time is going to be channeling. So interactive, you guys will be able to ask questions of the guides and there may be a little healing as well. We never know. It's always a wild ride. So. Yeah, we're always open to whatever is going to come through, but primarily it's going to be our guides and yeah. there may be some Yeshua or Magdalene energy as well. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Yeah, the cool thing about this, and this goes back to the quantum aspect of the soul, it's your souls that call in what comes into the virtual room today, literally. Yeah, I like that. It's all of you, yeah. not just us, but all of you that are interacting with our guides and it's all it's all one everything becomes one energy yeah so sometimes when different energies will come through and you know we do see there's a few of you have done a couple of you here that have done quite a bit of our work before you you know this from experience that it's almost like your your soul is calling your guides through because a message needs to be needs to come through yeah so and with that ready to rock and roll frack Let's do it. <laughs> we add humor to spirituality because if you don't, it's a really long journey. <laughs> yes, it can be a very long journey without some of the humor. All right. So what is the soul? All right. What is the soul? Boy, that's a good question. What and is... does it have a beginning in it? All right. So does let's let's start out with this. Let's again, we we got to think of ourselves, and I say this all the time, I'm going to say it again, we have to think of ourselves as spirit first. We are having a spiritual experience in this vibration, in this earth realm. So what is the soul? Does it have a beginning? Does it have an end? Well, no. <laughs> I guess it depends on how you want to look at things, right? You know, is there an up and is there a down? Is there a right? Is there a left? Is there ascension? Is there descension? And we will always ask our guides that, and they'll say, no, there really isn't. That's just a linear way of thinking back and forth, up and down. So does source energy, energy that is source, that is God's source, true source, universal consciousness, does it have a beginning? Does it have an end? No, it doesn't. 
It doesn't. There is no beginning. There is no end. So does your soul have a beginning and an end? No, it doesn't. There is no beginning. There is no end. There only is. And that's how it's explained. And when they come through, they're going to tell you exactly the same thing. So, um, so how does the soul relate to the energy body, right? So we don't have a lot of time to go into what the energy body is, but chances are, if you're here at virtual new living expo, this isn't your first rodeo. So you're familiar with the chakra system, right? And you're familiar with the, the idea that, you know, of auras, right. And the chakras, it, um, and the auras extend outside, you know, anywhere from God, it can be 12 to 30 feet, believe it or not, or even longer, higher, rather, um, around the physical body. And that's our energy body. And everything that we do energetically affects us physically and vice versa. And, you know, from listening to people like Bruce Lipton and, and Greg Braden and, you know, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, right. They talk about this all the time. There's no difference. They're, they're very interconnected. So what is the energetic body? Well, this is what the guides will see when they see you. If you see this percent, this here, this, they'll say, this is your energetic body. This they'll say, well, this is a perception of who you are in this lifetime, meaning the physical body, right? We say physical, they'll say energetic. They'll say, this is the energy that you are making up at this particular time. So for them, the energetic body is the physical body. That's what it is for them. It's and one and the same. Because they see us as a projection of what our soul wants to see at this very moment. You know, and the interesting thing about this, because some of you who have done this work before, you may have heard it by different names, like the light body or the Merkaba. Or, or the Ka body. Or the Ka body, Merkaba or Mer Merkaba. Merkaba body, on, yes. Depending on uh, your, frame, your frame of reference. Or the Ka body, which the ancient Egyptians called it, right? And the ancient Egyptians also didn't believe that there was any difference between the Ka and the physical body. Okay, yeah. So how does the soul relate to the energy body? Well, that's another good question too. How does the soul and the energy body relate to each other? Well, in essence, they're one in the same. Yeah. There's no difference between the soul and the energy body when they are functioning as one. You have to understand that. You become one with source energy. You are source. The soul is source energy. The body itself is also considered source energy. We're having an experience. And this earth realm. Yes. All at the same time now, right? So the connection, I mean, the other question that we get a lot is what is the connection between the ego and the soul? Mm -hmm. What is the, right, what's the connection between the ego and the soul? Yeah. And so that's, you know, because this is our ego self. The ego consists of different personality traits that we bring with us into this dimensional realm. One second. <laughs> I can feel things knocking. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, As we start um, going through this, he feels the guides. So think about this is the quantum aspect. So there's multiple probabilities, if you like, of what the ego will be or how it will show up in its personality trait in a particular lifetime. It's not just 
one probability in a quantum world, there's multiple probabilities. So do you have the ability to change the ego? Do you have the ability to change that frequency of what you are experiencing at this particular time? Yes, you do. You can bring in multiple different parts of who you are as a soul. They, they liken it to pieces of hair on your head that you can change these or you can light them up or you can do whatever you want as you go along this experience in this lifetime. So think about when the soul connects to the energy body, right? Upon a reincarnation into this physical shell that we're inhabiting for how many ever years we're on this earth plane, things start to light up when we do, you could say, have a spiritual awakening, right? Which shows up in many, many different forms. A spiritual awakening can show up as, you know, as something as soft as you read a book and you're like, huh, I think I know that, or that resonates with me, or, huh, there's something, you have this aha moment, that can be kind of initiation of a spiritual awakening, all the way through to the, the gamut, right, on the other extreme, where you're having a full-blown kundalini awakening, your body's shaking, right, that's like the full-blown end of the spectrum. Which I went through. <laughs> In the Bronx of <laughs> A place you don't want to have a full-blown um, spiritual awakening. <laughs> so how did it happen to me? Well, it happened to me in many different ways, but yoga was one of them. Yeah. And I thought, you know, well, my brain was lighting up like uh, new neuro neurons were connecting. But in reality, there was something waking up in me that I didn't even understand. I like, I have no idea what's going on, but this just feels good. I like this. I resonate with this. Yeah, and, I resonate and, with this. I'm vibrating with this. This and is and amazing. An Italian Catholic man in the Bronx shouldn't be vibrating yoga. and connecting with yoga and meditation. <laughs> but yet I was, and I couldn't understand what that connection was. Yeah. Not until years later, until years later, but then it came. So when you have these kind of aha moments, this is literally your quantum soul, <laughs> you know, connecting to the ego and saying, wake up, dude. <laughs> wake Remember up. the whole experience for us in this, this vibration, this idea is literally to just reawaken, yeah. wake up again, so we can become who we truly are in this lifetime. That's truly the connection between this energetic body and the soul. We are becoming one again with source energy, with universal consciousness. That's really what it is. So you want to just touch on this, the biological piece of it. We, you know, when we do our full-blown courses on this, which run four weeks or a workshop, we have a lot more time to go into every aspect of the soul, which we won't in an hour, obviously. But um, I think it's worth just spending a couple okay. of minutes on the biological genetics because everyone wants to know that, right? Is there any kind of biological connection? Well, for me, I'm very, I'm a very science-based individual, and I'm also very philosophical and literature-based because that's where all of my um, education is in philosophy and education, and also in science. So. Yeah, we're very rooted and grounded in science yeah. that way. What is the biological and genetic portion of it? I might get in trouble for this, but that's okay. <laughs> it, it won't be the first time. So the only reason I, I tell you this is because this is what the guides will tell us, because we ask them and we are constantly arguing with them. We don't take everything they say to be it's gospel as gospel. We'll say, well, wait a second. You said this and then you tell us this. Well, this is what they continually tell us. So when does the soul become part of the energetic body? When does that happen? Tell us. 
And they'll say, well, we'll put it to you this way. Once you have that, your cell, the, the cell, the egg, the sperm just comes together and it creates two. They say, once that happens, you become one again. That's when it happens, they'll say. Mm. We'll say, really? I said, okay, that might have some implications, but <laughs> we're not going to go there. But that's what they say. When the two become one, that's it. They say, it's connected. There you go. And this is what, and this is what the experience is going to be like. Which can always be changed. And it can always right? be changed. Remember, you can always change the experience that you're having if you desire. Yeah. So, I mean, that's partly um, to the, the, the quantum aspect of it and also the Akash, which we know our, our friend Lisa is yeah. up after this, um, talking about the Akashic records and, you know, the Akash, right? This is, you know, a lot of people want to know because we also go into the Akash right. and, and read people's um, Akashic records and you can change your Akashic records. You can change that. That's not set in stone as we've been led to believe for but so, I mean, soul, but the soul must decide. The soul has to decide, yeah. right? Yeah. So, what is the Akash? Should we get into that a little bit? Yeah, we could for a minute. So, how is yeah. it that your soul can change your own Akashic records? Well, what is, first of all, what is the Akash? Again, this is how it's explained to us. The earth itself has an Akash. And they'll say that every single planet in our solar system, in our galaxy, in our universe, has an Akash. By a different name, obviously. They might be called something different. These are nothing more than, they'll call it, they, they show me these lines that run through and around every planet. And that planet, it's almost as if it's a memory bank of some sort. Like a depository. I mean, I was in tech for 20 years, right? So those of you who, who resonate with tech, our guides will sometimes use the analogy of the cloud. Right. So it's a little bit like the cloud, that all of the data, the imprints, the memories, the past life experiences, the personality traits, the skills, the talents, the gifts, everything, right, is stored in this data cloud, except that it's always alive and it's always available. So it's not like, you know, on our computer where we're accessing a file and we pull it in, right? This data is forever, you know, it's always alive. And you can access the Akash whenever you want. Yeah. You can take this one hair, this one aspect of who you are, the soul, you can access it and you can change it. Everything is changeable yeah. if you want it. And you can access any information you desire. Actually, you know, one thing, it's funny because we put together our little cliff notes um, for today. And one thing that we didn't put in there, but it's such a really great analogy that a lot of times, you know, Anthony's referring to the hairs on your head like each hair is a different lifetime. You know, I think an even better analogy that they often use with us is, you know, imagine your favorite tree, oak tree, redwood tree, wherever you live in the world. And that the, you know, the, the, the trunk is the soul. And then you've got all these branches off the tree and all of these branches are aspects of our soul. Like, they'll say every little pine needle yeah. is an aspect of that soul. So then off the branches, all the leaves and the pine needles or whatever, these are all of the, the memories, the past experiences, mm -hmm. the skill sets, the personality traits. So for example, if you've never played violin in your life, right, and you're 50 years old and you're introduced to it for the first time, 
And, you know, this happened to you with the opera, right? It's like, how does an Italian man not get introduced to the opera until 50? I just shocked me. <laughs> and all of his Miro, like, you know, are lighting up and he's crying and he's having this like very emotional experience <laughs> at the opera. I guess it, it was before 50, but still, right? I was shocked. I think I this. did that when I had my first glass of wine too. <laughs> <laughs> these these things light up in our field and it's a way to remember all of these past experiences and nuances that make us up as a soul. Yeah, so something started happening to me that I just couldn't explain, but it was almost as if it were a reawakening of the soul again. So it's like an activation. In an activation, you could call it that. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so oh, right. So yeah, we we talked about that. The soul carries all the imprints and the memories. And so um, we're going to use the word a lot, frequencies and vibrations, and that's because our guides use this language a lot, that our soul is made up of not one, but it's many. It's many. So when we channel energies like Magdalene, Yeshua, and, and other guides like that, other ascended masters, they'll say we are not one soul, but we make up many. Now, that's a little bit confusing, especially when, for example, you want to hear from a deceased soul that was once your mother. And I remember when my grandmother first came through and it was explained, we were channeling Mary Magdalene at the time. And she said, you know, I know that you want to connect to the soul of your grandmother, but she's not your grandmother anymore. <laughs> right? She's, she's gone back to universal consciousness. She's kind of plugged back into the grid of all that is, but she said, you know, you want the personality of what was once your grandma. That's what we all want, right? We want, we want the smell and the taste and the touch of the person that we once loved when they walked the earth plane. And so, you know, they kind of said to me, you really don't want to know the other aspects of your grandmother's soul, do you? I mean, truth be told, and truth be told, I didn't. <laughs> it's just like, no, I want exactly who she was. That's what I want to talk to. And so that's really why it's so hard for us in our human linear ways of thinking to be okay with the soul being many. So this is the quantum aspect of the soul. Yeah. Many times, um, Again, when my father passed away, he was this very old, cranky Italian man. And I'm like, okay, so dad would come back. My father came back and would speak. And he, the first time he came back, he was this very old, cranky Italian man. Well, this was within the first week of the his first passing. Week. And then the second week, it was a little bit different. I'm saying, well, dad, that doesn't seem like you anymore. When the third time came back, this, this essence, I'd say, dad, is that you? And he said, yes. I said, but you're so easygoing. <laughs> You're so gentle and loving. What happened? He said, well, this is what my true essence is. The other essence was just an aspect of who I was, Anthony. So in that his lifetime. imprint was kind of still yeah. in between. It hadn't quite crossed over. So it was really still plugged into the Akashic records right. of Anthony Sr. And I'll say, well, why didn't I have that father in this lifetime? <laughs> You know, why, why, why are we so cranking negative all the time? He said, well, Anthony, because you wouldn't understand who you are in this lifetime. I'm like, wow, that was a big lesson. So a lot of times we will want our relatives to come back in that one particular yeah. essence of who they are and it can happen. And that's because of the Akash. Yeah. So that's interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, and that is the quantum portion of who we are. 
So, um, oh, the infinite, da, 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 da. I'm just not here on the earth plane. Do you want to cover that? The earth plane, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the earth plane is another complicated thing as well. When, again, when they show me the earth plane, they don't just show me one earth. They show me multiple vibrations of this earth realm. And they'll say, you're in one of these particular earth realms, but you may be in others as well, having multiple experiences all at the same time. What you do here, you do in other earth realms as well. What you do here, you do for the universe itself. This vibration will ripple effect everywhere. That's why it's so important that we see ourselves not just as one, but all and connected to one. So the quantum aspect of that, right? You've heard this too. I mean, those of you mm. who are over 40 and experienced Esther and Jerry Hicks work, right? They talk about the vortex. You're familiar with that. I mean, they largely had spoke about it in the context of manifestation and abundance, but the same thing applies, right? So the ripple effect that we have here in this vibration, think of vibration as the earth realm has a ripple effect and impacts the other use, <laughs> the other multiple use in the other earth realms and beyond. So where does the soul go <laughs> once it decides to disconnect with the energetic body? Well, it goes back to universal energy. It goes back to wherever it wants to have an experience. That's where it goes. And then, so where does the energy body go when it's not no longer part of this earth realm? The energy body. Okay. So remember, again, this energetic body is a perception. And I know it's difficult to understand that, but that's how they show me that this is nothing more than a perception of what we are having at this particular time. And it's a universal consciousness that we're doing this together. Where does it go? And by the way, um, you know, obviously we, we don't want to cover this because it would get, it would sidetrack us too much, right. but it's also that universal collective consciousness, which calls in things like the fires raging in Northern California, um, you know, the um, environmental issues that we're having, the hurricanes, COVID, right? It's our collective consciousness that's calling this in as a species. And they'll say that this, this essence of who you are, this energetic body, when the soul decides to detach from it, that it, this essence just goes back into the Akash within this particular realm, within this particular earth. And that's what happens. <laughs> and that's how you access it. Right. And again, sometimes you have to say, what? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> and we say that all the time. And um, but they keep coming through and they keep saying the same thing all the time in different ways so that Renee and I can actually understand what they're really saying. And bridge. I mean, really Try to bridge. Yeah. I mean, I think kind of where our work is a little bit different than a lot of other channelers, too, is that. They really want us grounded in science. They say that all the time. Do not deny your science just because you're having a spiritual awakening up here. And just because you can channel the universe as we do does not mean that science doesn't have validity and importance. And yeah, they remind us that all the time, because I think a lot of times on a spiritual path, we kind of, we, we you know, as disciplines, we alienate the other. And they'll say this. As one develops, as your spirituality develops, your science develops equally. They are one in the same. There's For them, there's no difference between science and spirituality. They'll say one time it was the same, 
and then you diverge and now it's coming back together. Yeah. That's the importance of science and spirituality. They function together as one. Yeah. Just wish Einstein was still alive today. It's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of what you talked about is all kind of coming. He just called it spooky action at a distance, spooky right? action at a distance. That's right. So, um, oh, and then the cord, should we talk about the cord? If you, want to, you, know, yeah. you guys like have all heard about the golden cord, right? That <laughs> kind of connects us to the other realms. And, you know, according to our guides, there is a cord, right? That's tethered and it gets tethered to you, through you and through all of your chakras, but it never, never leaves you. You know, if you're doing those outer body experiences, ayahuasca journeys, um, you know, some of the, um, you've had outer body experiences. Even when you're sleeping, state. it's still there. Yeah. Astral travel. Astral travel. It will always be there until your soul says it's time for me to disconnect. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's really the soul that decides to disconnect. Yeah. So what does the soul have to do with our human experience? Like, you know, why does all of this matter? Yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do? How is this going to help me in my day-to-day -day life? Right. And our, and our, our kind of awakening experience here on the earth plane. You know, I, I, I hate to tell you, but it kind of comes down to one thing. We are literally we reawakening again, but we're doing it in a different way. Um, the soul is coming back over and over and over, re-experiencing all of these experiences. Some may have experiences of having angelic energies. Some may have earth energies. Some may have oh, by the galactic way, by energies. the way, the host of New Living Expo, Ken, would you believe he's angelic? <laughs> <laughs> he is having an angelic experience. energy experience. <laughs> As a way of opening up in this lifetime. Right. Okay. That's not to say that he's an angel. It's just to say that he's having this energy as a means to experience opening up and reawakening again. Oh, but he is an angel. He is remember. an angel. Really, he is an angel. We, we love him. And yeah, um, but these are threads that come through. So when you say that, for example, he's running primarily angelic energy through his body in this lifetime that means these are the threads if you like right that are that are going to help awaken awaken so he, the soul and so he must be an he must be a um an angel then <laughs> do you want to answer um yeah no yeah let's okay. just finish with the Okay. Um, okay. So the chakras, we talked about the chakras, how it runs up and down the energy body. And you guys probably all know that. So the soul is made up, at least according to our guides, is the, it's made up of the soul itself. It's made up of spirit. And it's made up of a third piece that they, ref well, this is more of a historical yeah, view. Yeah, this is more of a historical view, which we weren't going to bring in, but because Ken gave us an extra 15 minutes, we're going to talk about it because it's super cool. The noose. Um, so the noose is more the historical view, not necessarily the quantum view, but noose was brought up in um, the um, Gnostic Gospels. So it's the point, are, are you guys all familiar with the Gnostic Gospels? These were um, the Gnostic Gospels came out in um, 1945, well, mid 40s, some of them a little before, some of them late 40s, and they were found in a cave in Nag Hammadi, Egypt. And these were on papyrus rolls, and these were unfound until the 40s, um, Gospels by other disciples of Yeshua. 
otherwise known of Jesus of Nazareth. And so this kind of turned Christianity upside down and they went into sort of a collective academic study of this and pulled out um, what they thought was the gospel of Mary, the gospel of Thomas, the gospel of Philip, and a bunch of, you know, other gospels by names that we've never even heard of. And so it's easy to find this online, right? You can read about this. And in the gospel of Mary, meaning Mary Magdalene, not Yeshua's mother, Mary, there's a point where um, we didn't plan on covering this, so we don't have easy access to it. But there's a point where Magdalene is asking Yeshua, right, which was kind of their teacher. So um, she would refer to him as Raboni. Um, what is kind of that secret piece that connects, right, to God or source? You know, they used to refer to it as God the Father in those days. And his response was the noose that lies in between. Now, you have to remember the word new. You have to remember the original Bible and the canonical gospels were written in Aramaic and Greek. You know, they weren't written in English, right, for, you know, many, many, many years. And so there was translations that happened over and over and over and over again. But noose, not, not to be, they're spelled the same, not to be confused with new, the word, you know, the word we, the pronoun we in French. Noose is a Greek term. Actually, I should let Anthony... He's the linguist. <laughs> Sorry, he speaks five languages. So, <laughs> well, okay. So, what is the news? It was just uh, this in between part that communicated between soul and spirit. And I would ask the guides, I'm like, well, what is that? And they say, well, Anthony, let's look at the brain and let's divide it into two, right and left hemisphere. And they'll say, what's in the middle of it? I'll say, well, that's called the corpus callosum, the, the part that's in between that allows the right right and left hemispheres to communicate with each other. And they'd say, well, what happens, Anthony, if the corpus callosum is not there? And I do know because I work with children as a speech and language pathologist, some of them that don't have that connection. Mm -hmm. There's no communication between right and left hemisphere. These are learning delays, autism, yeah. right? So say they'll say that's kind of what the noose is like. There's no communication between the right, between spirit and soul. But they'll say, you know what? That's okay, too, because that is an experience that the soul wants to have. Mm. And they'll say that is perfect. Because they're here to teach those who are unawake, <laughs> you know, in a way. My father was like that. Yeah, he was he, here to teach in a way, right? In we, a don't, way. we don't think of it that way. We're like, really? We had to deal with this you know, these family members in this lifetime, but they were here to They'll say us. your family is not here to show you who you are. They are here to show you who you are not. And my father showed me exactly who I was not. <laughs> I was not him. <laughs> but so imagine, right? Okay. Imagine if the soul is kind of cooped up in this physical frame, right? And it's aching to break free because it's, got, it's this multidimensional layer of who we are. So it has so much more than, you know, the bag of bones, as Yeshua once put it to us, this bag of bones that we see in the flesh, we are so much more than that. So when it's, it's getting lit up, and it's getting lit up right now by hearing this information, or, you know, the whole day that you're going to spend with the New Living Expo speakers, you're going to be lit up by memories and imprints. That just gets the soul more and more excited. And it's like, let me out, man. I'm multidimensional. I want to be here. I have all these aspects, you know, and I'm caged in. 
And that's kind of, you know, what the Kundalini awakening is where your body's shaking because it's waking up and it's lighting up. We truly are multidimensional beings or seed. What are they called? Star seeds. Star seeds. <laughs> Everyone's a star seed. We're all star seeds. We all come from the cosmos. That's what we are. And we are literally multidimensional beings having a multidimensional reality. As long as we can get there, if we can remember that's who we are and we're doing it right now. And when we resist, you know, when we resist our soul's calling, you know, unfortunately that's when that happens, you know, it's, it's better to surrender. (laughs) Yes. We had the end. Surrendering is really, and it's, you know, I have to admit, you know, I still go through the process, but surrendering has not been an easy thing. And I always like to make a joke of it from an Italian man from the Bronx you don't surrender, especially as a martial artist, you don't want to surrender. But yeah. it's something that we all need to do to surrender to these energies because it will become something, we will become something so much more, so much greater than what the ego sees. You become what our guides will say, you are the divine ego of who you are when you surrender to this energy. And with that, with that, let's bring through some guides. Yeah, there's a, there are a lot of scientists that talk about that integration. That's yeah, true. The integration. It's starting to happen. Yeah, it's definitely starting to happen where some scientists are, especially, you know, places, alternative places like IONS Institute for Noetic Sciences, right? They're doing things like that, but it's certainly not. Um, yes, ISMA. Um, our guides are coming through now. So let's take the your question when the guides come through. Okay, so. Yes. Uh- Oh, well, afterwards, you mean? Sorry, I was unmuting myself. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Hang on. We'll bring the guides through. (coughs) Thank you. We'll take your question. All right. There's nothing magical about this. We all have the ability to connect to source energy because that's who we are. We are source energy. It's just a matter of slowing things down a little bit relaxing. So everybody just slow down. (sighs) I like to get people just to take a nice deep breath. (sighs) Slowly breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. And start breathing in through your nose and then breathing out of your nose and keep your mouth closed and see where that takes you. He's connecting to our guides now. Mm. 
Always an honor and privilege to be in your presence, Gaia. Thank you for receiving us. We understand why we are here. Thanks for being here. Well, we said we were going to come back. (laughs) You did. (laughs) We did a course this morning, so they were like, we'll see you in a couple hours. (laughs) One second, please. Mm. One second, please. checking the vibrations Um, something like that (laughs) they get a sense of who's here well who is here actually (laughs) well the universe is isn't it yes so we're going to tell you this before we answer any of your questions that we are the same as you we are not different than you we are the same we are the same source energy You may look at us as being angelic or cosmic or whatever you desire, but remember, you are the same as us. We're just here to remind you of that. But we are of source. We are of love. And so are you. Go ahead. Questions. Yeah, so questions. So, Isma, before we take your question, there's. um, it looks like there's one before you. So let's just take that and then we'll go to your question. Um, Shirley's asking if the soul energy, how is the essence of one person like Anthony's father possible? And how is the reincarnation without an intact essence? How is reincarnation possible? Well, that's a very good question because there really isn't reincarnation. You call it that. As we think of it. We don't. Remember, it's nothing more than a vibration. The soul comes back or an essence of the soul. One piece of it, one one aspect of it will come back again and again and again to simply have an experience. Remember, there is no good and there is no bad. There is no high and low. There only is. But you, the soul, you judge, you decide on the experience and how many times you wish to have it in many different aspects. We don't, you do but we do it together. You must understand that. We all do it together. We call on, call in whomever you desire. You call in whomever you desire. Hmm. Can I ask, ask that you, is it a quantum paradox that you are both a soul that goes back to universal energy, which is what I heard you say at one point, and at the same time have some sort of individual identity agency, something, you're both, right? You're one and yet, okay, all right. I, I accept this paradox. <laughs> okay, you. you can accept the paradox or you don't have to. Even that is <laughs> <laughs> I do. Very good question. You're thinking, developing, evolving, You're getting out of your box, the proverbial box that you're in, and you're jumping out of it, and you're becoming very uncomfortable, but you're becoming even comfortable with being uncomfortable right now. And that too is a paradox. More questions, please. (laughs) Isma has a question. Yes. So um, I have to say thank you for being here and uh, some uh, uh, 
today was asked how I got to this. I think it was through Portal of Ascension and somehow I got the invitation. Uh, so I'm very glad to be here. I'm myself a healer and also moderately psychic. And my mother, um, she, most of her heritage is Kuranian. And Kuranian is a very uh, well-known psychic tribe from Lithuania, but it's not, a, uh, the tribe doesn't exist anymore. But she has that bloodline and she passed away uh, when was it? 2018 Christmas. And I always felt her had contact with her because I know she would not let me alone. But um, a couple of days ago, uh, the Portal of Ascension uh, was having one sort of druidic meditation. And I followed that and guides should appear. And I suddenly saw my mother as a druid. And now the question comes, of course, this is still my mother as she is now my guide. Has she evolved into that? And what impact uh, did my work had on her that she could evolve? Because in her lifetime, she loved only nature. Her connection with God in the Christian way was not there. Uh, she was not Christian, but somehow she believed that there is a higher power. Could you explain that to me? I'm really thrilled about what happened to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> And she appeared to her in a druid robe, which I think is awesome. Okay. First of all, you talk about ascension. And we ask you this, where are you ascending to? <laughs> Do you understand? Yes, but she's talking we are getting to it. specifically about her. We know. <laughs> we understand. Okay. A lot of times our guides appear to us the way we want them to appear to us. Yes. That is true. Do angels really have wings? <laughs> Does Jesus come, Yeshua, in a robe? Well, if you want him to. So we're going to ask this to you. Where are you ascending to exactly? You decide. Why do we say that? You said you see your mother as a druid. Are you sure that's her soul? Are you sure? Or is that you? Yeah. Is that an aspect of you? Does your mother assist you in showing you who you are in this lifetime? Another aspect of you so that you can open up even further through this process, this tribe, as you call it. Perhaps, perhaps that is an aspect of who you are, not who she once was. And she's assisting you on your path at this very moment. You must understand these things. Yeah. Our guide. But I'm a druid. Uh, I'm a druid already. Then, yeah. So be it. Well, that, that is it. That's the. That's why she's appearing to you in that form. Perhaps it's truly you who are having this experiences at this particular time, trying to understand who you are, source energy through this experience of being a druid. You must understand that lifetime after lifetime after lifetime after lifetime are nothing more than a blink of an eye. You are doing it again, but in a different way. But that too is good. But we will say this to you. Remember, your mother, just as her mother, is a part of their team, and it's a part of your team as well, because you allow it to happen, and it has been agreed upon. You see, we all work together as one. 
Who is on our spiritual teams? Well, who do you want to be on your spiritual team? <laughs> you decide. Very good question. Yeah. So true. Susan. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Yes. So can you please confirm? So basically, we, we have a lot of experience, but our memory is kind of like sealed because we cannot, we cannot, you know, remember all aspects, all of our past life. So then how, how can we call in the aspect that we need, for example, writing aspect, any aspect from our past life that can help us in this lifetime, how can we call in to channel it through us? Mm. Yeah, great question. Okay. Yep. We understand. It's an awesome question. We all want that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Please teach us. (laughs) You are in college, you're in school, and your teachers give you an assignment. But you say to them, but I want the answers. And the teachers say, well, you have to do the work. You have to look for the answers. You can't give yourself the answers until you do the work. We will not give you the answers until you do the work. But you say, I want the answers. And they'll say, well, you already do have the answers. Just look for them and they will come to you. You have to understand this. We are not your teachers. You are. Your soul is the teacher. You are asking you for the answers. They're already there. You want us to give you the answers. We do not have them. The guy, What the guides do is guide you to unlock, if you like, or activate your higher self so that you can give yourself the answers. You are simply here in this vibration now, having an experience with us, and we're having it with you, and we're all vibrating together so that we may all assist each other on each other's spiritual awakening. That is what is occurring now, all at the same time. That is the paradox of it. You see, we are helping each other. Really, that is what we're doing. If you don't desire to be here, then you're not here. (laughs) You're somewhere else, aren't you? Dimensionally. In a sense, yes. But we have all decided to be here together as one and to frequent together and to vibrate together. We always say, where do you desire to frequent? Well, frequent here and there you will find the answers to your questions. How are you supposed to write? Well, ask for it. Meditate on it. Walk on it. Pray on it, do yoga, kung fu, whatever it is that you desire to do to get the answers, do it. There isn't one path. There's an infinite amount of paths. There isn't one teacher. There are many teachers, but remember, you too are the teacher. You are the guru. Yeah, you are you. You are your own ascended master. That is correct. That's I why mean, we say there's no difference. So it's interesting because I tried this early on when we were we were painting a wall in our house, and I wanted to bring in some impressionist aspect. So I asked the guides if I could literally bring in the energies of some famous impressionist artists. 
you know, not expecting them to say, yes, of course, (laughs) you know, and it was interesting, the process that I went through, like the first time I did it was a total mess. And the second time I just surrendered, like you just kind of surrender and you allow yourself to be a vessel to be taken over, if you like, right, to be taken over by other energies so that you get your ego out of the way and just allow what comes through to come through. Now, let's say taken over, possessed, taken by, that's not really what's happening. Incorporated. No, not integrated. In a sense. Integrated. It's simply an interaction of the energies working together in unison as one. That's all it is. You're allowing it to happen. Therefore, it happens. Therefore, abundance is created in many different forms. Abundance. Remember that word. Remember that vibration, that frequency. You are abundance in all different ways. However you wish to manifest abundance, it will come through you because you already are source. It will happen. It's happening now. You are very pretty today. Always pretty in our eyes. Beautiful. (laughs) Sometimes they'll play with my jewelry, right? I haven't seen this piece before. (laughs) It's absolutely fascinating. um, The level of detail that you guys. We cannot do the work without you, you know. Yes. You are an integral part of this freaking frack, you say. (laughs) Well, I was just joking. We have two. We have two little dinosaurs um, or dragons rather named Frick and Frack. So, <laughs> so Anne, who we know who's part of our community and has done our Blue Cell Masters class, actually, it's good to see you here, Anne. She's asking, are the Michael and Mary ley lines quantum aspects of the earth soul and assist in grounding us? Ley lines. This is about healing the earth grid. These are the the crystalline grid that you call the plexus of the earth itself, the crystalline grids, are they aspects? They are. They are here to be healed. Remember, when you heal yourself, you're healing the crystalline grid, the akash, you might say. When you heal others, you're healing the crystalline grid as well, the akash. What you do here, you do everywhere. Are these ley lines here for a reason? They are. If you wish to heal the earth and the ley lines, then you not only heal the earth, but you heal all of those energies that exist within that vibration. Why don't you give an example um, of some, give an example of land that has been traumatized in the the realm that we know we will give you what land hasn't been traumatized (laughs) traumatized so true (laughs) so you understand how are you going to heal the land well you decide how are you going to heal gaia well we say this don't control gaia be one with gaia don't give gaia that which gaia doesn't need Because Gaia will give you in return that which you do not need. And that will come in many different forms as well. Mm. And that's all we have to say about that. Actually, there's more, but we won't. There's a lot more, yeah. 
Be in harmony with Gaia. And be Shiva. in harmony. Yes. Always be in harmony. Be in flux and the vibrations of love. And love is what the land will give back, right? We're going to say one other thing about love too. Love truly is the glue, the proverbial glue that connects everything together. There are an infinite amount of vibrations and frequencies of love Find those that most resonate with you. Time and space, they are not separate. You do not occupy time and space. And we know there are going to be many out there to say, wait a second. Yes, we do. You do not. You are time and space. You are time and space. Remember that. Now you must start to think a little bit. What does that mean? We are time and space cogitate upon that now more questions oh interesting um so daniel's asking can i help heal a ley line with reiki energy if even if i don't know where or how to find a ley line i mean obviously there's the distance symbol right the reiki distance symbol but do you want to speak to that <clears throat> yes how do you heal ley line okay this is actually very easy you are a ley line. <laughs> you are a ley line. You are a part of the Akash already. You are a part of the matrix. You are part of this uh, Akashic records. If you heal you, you heal the earth. You heal the galaxy. You heal the universe. You are a part of that. You're not separate for it. You don't have to look for a ley line. You're already here. But you can have the but, intention. Yes. You can have the intention. So, you know, if you have a particular lineage that you want to heal. So, for example, you're just an example, right? You're Jewish in this lifetime, never been to Israel, right? Want to heal the lines between Palestine and Israel and the Middle East. You can do that with an intention. You can, you can definitely do that. Yes, of course. Is Anthony healing his family at this very moment? Yes, he is. However, do they receive it? Are they accepting of it? Maybe not. You see, you can heal you, but you have to receive it, be accepting of it. You can heal others, but do they receive your healing? Remember, it's really not you, but it's you and them, you and togetherness healing each other. Yeah. And you know, Reiki, the Reiki practitioners here, today know that, right? We're, we're also Reiki masters as well. You know that you're not responsible for the outcome, right? You are the vessel or the bamboo shoot by which the energy comes through and it's a soul to soul communication. But if the soul that you're working with does not want to be healed, there's nothing you can do about that. But that too is perfect. Yeah. That is the experience. That's the surrendering into I'm doing my best. I'm doing from love. I'm giving from love. So we say, yes, heal the ley lines, heal yourself, heal the land. And you heal the universe. It turns out that Isma lives um, near some ley lines in Glastonbury in the UK. And she feels that they're stronger than ever before. Our, our buddy, Tim Freak lives over there. So I don't know if you know Tim Freak, but he says- I know Tim, but I'm yeah. not sure. He's Tim's pretty well known. He's he doesn't see himself as a spiritualist so much as he does a 
philosopher, but we love him. And, you know, we've had him over here to speak in the United States. And we just, he, it's interesting because um, Tim's work, he talks about um, the soul and the memories and the imprints. He calls them soul streams. Yes, they are like soul streams. They are like the hairs on your head. So he has it right. Although Tim doesn't see himself as spiritual, he sees himself as philosophical. (laughs) And that too is perfect. So true. (laughs) You see, that's his path, but that's not yours. Is it? Or is it? It could be if you decide. How do you wish to understand who you are in this lifetime? You decide on the path. There is no (laughs) one path. There is only your path. And Tim has his own, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So questions. Come on, y'all. You cannot be that quiet. (laughs) Okay. Heard from ancestors about a collective awakening where most of us will be awakening. What can we do in the now to bring about collective change? Hmm. Collective change. Collective awakening. Hmm. Well, we say this unto all of you. When you wake up one, you wake up the whole as a pebble gets dropped on top of a pond, it has ripple effects. And oftentimes you might see the pond as just being still, but do you see the currents underneath it happening as well? You may not, but it's happening. You must understand also that what you do here in this earth realm has a ripple effect. How can you stay awakened? How can you help awaken others? will continue to be in this vibration, not only with these two, but with each of you, all of you, with others. Because we heal our, we, when we heal ourselves, we heal others. And when we heal others, we heal There ourselves. are many other events like this one that will allow you to stay in this vibration and become the true frequencies of who you are. Stay here all the time. And you will continue to awaken others. By stay here, meaning stay here in the frequency of love, right? So things that are, um, you know, and this is, there's a lot of controversy right now, right? In the spiritual world of conspiracy theories and, you know, whatever. And a really good fundamental question just to ask is, does this feed me from a place of love or from fear? That is correct. It's a really, really simple question to, you know, bypass all of the conspiracy theories and the fear and the frustration and the anger and the polarity and the confusion and, you know, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated and all this stuff that's hitting us on all sides right now. Just say, is this coming from a place of love or fear? That's it. It's that simple because source will not source energy working through you will not give you political agendas, conspiracy theories, or fear. It just doesn't work like that. Just keep going back to a place of love. And that should be your, your fundamental baseline. (laughs) That is the foundation of all things, love itself. Yeah. So please clarify higher self is the body, soul, spirit, and higher self in this order of hierarchy. (laughs) Are you speaking going from one, two, three up or from zero, minus one, <laughs> minus two, minus three? Which, which way do you want to go? There is no hierarchy in a quantum universe. <laughs> Although it's funny, I am having this debate with my French professor from college, which, by the way, was a really long time ago um, about this very thing right now. <laughs> 
Well, is there a hierarchy? Not really, there isn't. But you can think of it that way if you want. We understand that as a human being, you must understand by building on blocks, building on knowledge, seeing things in linear ways. But we are here just to tell you that that's not exactly how it works. But if you want it to work that way, then you may see it that way, if that's what's going to help you get you to where you need to be. You see, you are divine. You are divinity already. You are divine. And that's it. That is the God source, the true source, the universal consciousness of who you are. You can break it up, show it to others in any way you want, the way you desire to understand it. But we're reminding you, this is who you are. That's all we're doing. And you're with us and we are with you. We are vibrating together as one again. Mm. So um, Deanne's asking, how did the two of us figure out how we needed to channel together? Huh. <laughs> which is a good kind of segue into into Daniel's thing about learning how to channel and so forth. So, so how did you learn? Well, we put you together in the same town, at the same place, in the same <laughs> school, in the same homeroom. It's still you did not get together until the second half of our life. That's true. And we kept bringing you together all the time. So when the divine timing came, when both of your souls said it's ready. You came together, didn't you? Yeah, and often um, so-called twin flames or twin souls, which are different than soulmates, when they come together to do big work, a lot of times they don't come together for the first half of their life because we need to do other stuff. We need to do Yes, you need to work. be on these other paths. So how did you decide? Well, you surrendered. Anthony didn't surrender as easily, but surrendered to it. That's well, it. The, the, fun, the funny thing, too, is when I first met Anthony, or re-met him, you could say after many, many years, the first thing that he said to me was, do you believe in God? And I thought, okay, this guy's religious. I'm like, you know, I'm walking away. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> so I was, I was a little bit alienated by that. Um, first question, to be honest with and you. And yet here you are <laughs> years later again. And here we are. Yes. You didn't know we were speaking with us, did you? Through him. Yeah. In a manner of speaking. Yeah. Because I think what, like when the soul knows or there's something else that was there, you know, six, seven hours later in his car, we were still talking about spirituality and consciousness, no longer God. <laughs> Or at least God, as we, we've been conditioned to believe it to be. Right? So how do you know? How do all of you know? How does the soul know? How does divinity know? You just know. You use that intuition. You become grounded. You become discerning as well. And you will know. You will know if it's of love. If it's of love, then it's of you. Because that's who you are. Yeah. So Daniel's asking, um, um, I'm just going to send you this because I think this might just be kind of helpful. We did. You know, we're working on doing more of these, and um, this just might be a helpful starting point. Daniel's asking about channeling. So this is just, we've only done, I think, three pre-recorded kind of videos on demand um, about, um, you know, that one, there's one called how to connect to your spirit guides. And so that might be a useful one for you, Daniel, to start with. 
Um, and these are, you know, guided courses that um, literally bring you through how to connect to your guides, which includes how to connect. Um, <laughs> you put up your antennas. Antennas, right? It's like, because we're all energy, quantum part of our soul, we're all energy. So we're putting out our, our antennas to connect to the frequencies of our guides. So is um, the time permitting? Is there time? Well, for we us? probably need to wrap in the next few minutes. Um, um, who are the ascended masters coming through today? It's the collective group. Okay. Are who are through. we? Well, we are, as you call us, the ascended masters. We are the Yeshua, the Magdalene, the Mary, the Buddha, the Muhammad, uh, whatever else there is. Babaji. Whoa. whoa. Other ascended masters. Mm -hmm. But we have to understand this. We are not just them. Remember, even their souls are made up of an infinite amount of frequencies as well. Yeah. We are truly you. And it's a collective of, of a combination of your guys. We know that you. you want to know exactly what our names are, but we don't have names. There are no names. We're, no, we're known in the universe as a frequency. That's how the, that's how we're known to each other. So sometimes when we do private sessions and I have a really, you know, it's funny because I think Dan's here somewhere and, you know, we're, um, we have a, you know, kind of a kindred spirit with her. And when we first um, met, we were like, I wanted to know, did we have past lives together? <laughs> and our guides would come through and set your frequencies know each other. Yes. Your right. frequencies know each other. Yeah. Yes. So that's kind of, you know, it's a different orientation, isn't it? Well, have our frequencies worked together before? <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's a very different way of thinking about things in the quantum world, for sure. So I know we're going to have to wrap because um, the next session is going to be starting right in 10 or 15 minutes. Yes. So I just wanted to add um, a few ways to stay in touch with us as we're kind of winding down, unless there is another question, but I don't know if we have another time for another question. We do have um, two upcoming courses. Um, one is a four week channeled course um, on Yeshua and Magdalene. And this is the first time we've ever, ever done channeling Magdalene and Yeshua in one course together. We've never done this before. So <laughs> we're not quite sure what to expect. The Yeshua energy is very calm and you know, those of you who are doing our Yeshua Speaks course just knows how relaxing and calm it is. And Magdalene's like a fireball. So how are you going to do it then? We'll see. Surrender. That's right. Magdalene's like, Surrender you know, she's it. Martin Luther. She's a female Martin Luther King on steroids. <laughs> and with that, we are stepping back. Okay. We will allow Anthony's soul to shine a little bit brighter. So That's Anthony so. will come back now. Um, and then Magdalene on sacred sex. And this is funny. We tried to post this. Ken doesn't know this. We haven't told him yet, but we tried to post this on Eventbrite and they took down our picture because it had the word sex in it. <laughs> and it's just, it's a very, you know, lovely photo of, you know, it's, I mean, there's nothing provocative in the photo at all. And it's just, so they took that down, but they left up the Eventbrite for it, which I think is funny. So we have another link for it through our community. end. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can go guys. I'm sorry. Om <laughs> mm. <laughs> is the vibration of this universe. Shanti, 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 peace, peace, peace. Om Hari Om. 
peace, love, gratitude, grace be with you all. And then take these aspects, these quantum aspects of who you are and share them with others. And this is how you will awaken not only yourself, but the consciousness of this planet. We will see you later. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you to all of you. A lot of times when Anthony and um, the energy's leaving, they always grab onto my bracelets. And I'm just like, no, don't break the bracelets. Because <laughs> a lot of energy is leaving, right? When they always say they never leave, but it is a lot of energy and we feel it. <laughs> We feel it. So Anthony will be back momentarily. So anyway, those are two upcoming offerings. And, um, you know, you can use also newbie 20 if you're new to our stuff for a discount too, as well. Um, so feel free to use those oh. links. Are you back? Oh. <laughs> you notice he doesn't need glasses on, right? When he's channeling because... Mm. Um, so anyway, Anthony is back. Are you back? Yep. <laughs> now he needs his old man glasses again. There you are. <laughs> so, wow. Great questions. You guys really, really great questions. Um, yeah, they're really very good questions. Yeah. So I'm just putting this link up and that's where you can find out us and everything that we post about what we do, our upcoming courses and, um, if you want to go super deep with us, there's something we do called the Blue Soul Masters Program. And um, you can find out about that here. And Blue Soul Masters. And if you want to email us, you can just email us there. I know we have so much stuff, don't we? Oh, and then we have a YouTube channel where we post our stuff all the time. Um, and obviously that's free. You can just, we're posting stuff every week on different topics. So go ahead and subscribe over there. <laughs> and yeah, just amazing. When you channel, do you remember it afterwards? A little bit. Yeah. Not everything. It just slowly kind of goes away. So he'll remember it like within minutes, but like the next day, probably not. Not all of it. Yeah. But what an amazing group you yeah. all have been. It's Ken, been thank you too. Yeah, wow. like just what a wonderful group. If you have any questions, let us know if things come up, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I know I keep thinking of other things. Am I doing too many links here? We also have a private Facebook group that you can share. <laughs> We're not huge Facebook fans, but it is private and people do share questions there and stuff like that. So you can definitely come on over there as well. So questions Thanks. on anything? And we love Ken. Thank you so much. I don't have much. any questions, but I just want to thank you guys. It was fantastic. And if you don't remember, I have a recording of it. So um, that will always work. <laughs> All right. And I love I love how you come from that love space because that is truly, you know, what we're all trying to get more of and and our lack of when we were kids, you know, that how it affects us when we get older. We just uh, are we striving for more love in our life. So thank you for bringing that love into for day to day. It's great. No, oh, thank you for receiving us. Yeah, receiving so the love. Yeah, we love we couldn't you. do this without Yeah, we love you so much, Ken and Corinna, yeah. his wife. They're amazing. They can't wait to see you guys next. You've been listening to Blue Soul Chats, a podcast that bridges the gap between science and spirituality. 
You can follow us on YouTube at Blue So Earth and find out more about us at www.bluesoearth.com where you can learn more about our Study with Spirit courses and workshops. We are also Blue So Earth on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Clubhouse. Join us for a future episode of Blue Soul Chats where we hope to ignite your soul's purpose and journey. Thanks for being here and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and check out previous episodes in our library.